Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Monday morning recap on a Tuesday, live from the Super Bowl. Right on time. In uh, Arizona. Right on time. Right on time. First athlete of the week is... Uh, arguably the most important position on the field. <laughs> been saying this for years mm-hmm. because I was one. Right. Uh, we've got a kicker on the show, Mike Vander Yock. Um, he doesn't. That's how he likes <laughs> likes to pronounce it. Yeah, the Cowboys could have used you a couple weeks ago. By oh the way, oh my God, I, my phone was blowing up. Actually, <laughs> they're like, "Would you get out there, please?" Did you see? I'm, like, uh, I'm 52 years old. That's not happening. Did you see uh, Greg Abbott, the governor of Texas, the guy in a wheelchair? He was like, "I could kick better than this guy." <laughs> yeah, I didn't That's see tough. that. Yeah, I didn't tough. see that. It's tough, tough to get dumped on by. Crazy thing is, he missed the first one, and I said to my son sitting next to me, "I said, there's more to come because when you miss that first one, yep." Mm. That's not a good start, and the uprights just keep getting smaller and smaller and smaller every time you miss. I mean, I felt horrible for the guy, but I also felt uh, good for uh, Cowboy fans because they deserve that. They deserve. <laughs> they don't deserve any happiness in this world. They deserve only misery. Mm-hmm. And so when he kept missing over and over again, I was like, "You, you deserve this." You completely deserve this. Yeah, that's. Uh, I'm gonna refrain from comment on that to support your statement, but uh, right. you're as a part of the fraternity of kickers. Yeah, you well, don't want to be your own. As a guy who played for the Dallas Cowboys and missing a kick or two, it didn't go well for me from a stadium standpoint. Mm-hmm. How so. many cools were thrown at you? Cigarettes. <laughs> My wife and son at the time wanted to leave the game and not sit there any longer they couldn't <laughs> handle it so it was uh but i mean listen they were right i wasn't that great when i was in dallas so i brought it on myself just make kicks and everything's fine right were they wearing vanderjack jerseys or no <laughs> they were not no they but the but the cowboys fans still know who your no, family she, was she, she was just in the crowd listening to they weren't talking to her. They were talking to me, but she could oh, hear. Oh shit! She could hear what they were saying. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. like a uh, Cliff Lee with the Yankee situation. With it was spitting it was, on her. No, it was okay. not. So, okay. damn it, man. That's that one hurts. I've got kids now. You know, God forbid I was out there again because I could be. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm super young, and we're, we're going down this road. Uh, I been down this road many times um <laughs> as you uh we talked about this before as you know um obviously pat mcafee uh said no to a punt pass and kick competition for charity because he knew he was gonna lose and uh is that the reason you said otherwise he, i guess he hates kids yeah yeah i think he hates kids <laughs> i think pat hates kids he doesn't have any kids he just so doesn't. Pe- he wants nothing to do with charity and any of that no. stuff, right? He doesn't want to help anyone. Yeah, or like kids. No, no pores. Right. Yeah, yeah. I think he called you a Yahoo. Actually, is what really happened. Uh, an internet stooge, I yeah. believe. Um, and then he sent me a video. Yeah. This oh is a true God. story, by the way. I can't tell what's true and what's fake in this whole entire conversation. I know. Well, here's what's true. Okay. He sent me a video afterward of himself winning the punt, pass, and kick at 13 or 14 mm-hmm. years old, and he said. I think I still hold all the records. And I was like, cool, man. That was 30 years ago. Right. Like, it's time now. But that said, I think Andy Reid could still beat you. 
He was good. Andy Reid was good. You ever no, watch those Andy old Reed, Andy Reid highlights? Reed, he was six foot three as a thirteen. He was a monster. Yeah, I've never seen he, a human. He's Andy Reid. He was now at thirteen. Yeah, yeah that video saying, is epic. Current Andy Reid could probably beat you. <laughs> no, dude. Yeah, oh, no. After I, if he goes to Waffle House first, you're fucked. Uh, mm-hmm. No, no, I've got him. I've got him. So. You can't be serious. Like, honestly, you can't think you can beat Pat McAfee in punt passing. Mike, here's where I got him, okay? Now, hear me out, all right? Uh, Hear me out. Okay. I'm conceding the kick, all right? Well, Uh, that's a third of it. And he's an NFL punter, so okay. You're conceding the kick. Sure, he is. So, two-thirds, you already lost. He was. Unless you throw it 800 yards. He was an NFL punter. Here's the thing. Daddy was also a very good punter, right? So, what I said was, it's one because it's one. It's only one kick, Mm -hmm. right? That's it. If I could get it to turn over, which is anybody's guess. You've done it, I'm sure, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, if I, you can get it to turn over, anybody could beat anybody on a given day. No. Okay. So, so let's just – I went to Michigan State on a quarterback scholarship. I went to Ohio State. On a quarterback scholarship? I sure didn't. Okay. <laughs> I sure did not. So I led, the CFL, I led the CFL in punting. Okay. I've led the CFL and the NFL in scoring. Uh, when I went to Indy, I actually was there to compete as a punter and a kicker. No so shit. So if you want to do a punt, pass, and kick for charity, I'm in. Sure. Okay, so let's, get, <laughs> let's, let's break down some stats. Okay. Punting average? 45. Oh, fuck. 48. Okay, uh, so I, I got see you how there. high you can get your, no, your leg. Hang time was 4.9, so I was, I was really good there. Oh, my God. Really fucking good there at hang time. This was he's 70, f- 80 years ago, nope. at least. He's got a 48-yard average at 4.9. Yeah, at 4.9. You are literally Ray guy. It's not bad, right? You're Ray guy. It's not bad. It's, not, it's okay. It, it's, it's like saying you are a 93% completion percentage, you know, as a quarterback. Yeah. Like it, what your stats perfect. are just, like... They're unrealistic. Stats were pretty good. One of the best of all time. Stats were pretty good. Yeah. In his own, like sitting in that chair, he's literally the best of all I d- time. I did get it. So I got a shit ton of offers out of, out of school. Okay. It was like 110. It was a lot, right? I could dump okay. out the box. <laughs> 110 and do the offers. Whole That's a it lot was of nice. offers. It was nice. Okay. It was, I did, it I mean, was maybe 112, there's 117. There's 150 schools. I'm not 106, sure. I think. And you yeah. got 110 offers. Not well, sure. Whatever, right? Four from, four from HBCUs. Mom's okay. got the box. <laughs> I can dump it all out. We can go through it okay. again another day. Where did you go to college? That's fine. I went to Ohio State. Um, as a? Uh, as a human being. As a fraternity world. member. Uh, as a, yeah. I, went, I, went, oh, I went to okay. uh, fraternity. I couldn't start better. there. I couldn't start at Ohio State, so I, I bounced. Okay. Uh, Tennessee said I could start, and they were fine. <laughs> I didn't have that good of a time there. I'm not kidding either, by the way. Um, I didn't have that good of a time at Tennessee as far as the partying aspect okay. went. And then I got to Ohio State. Now, the guy that I was up against at Ohio State, Brent Bartholomew, uh, actually did go to the NFL for punting for six or seven years for the Dolphins. Okay. And the coach was pretty fucking honest. He was like, son, you're the same age as this kid. We only carry one scholarship here. No, you can sit on the bench and you might get injured and that's fine. But that's about as far as this, this might go. And, uh, and I enjoyed that honesty. So at least I was able to look at it in the mirror and be like, all right, it's time to move the fuck on and just rage in my life. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. It was a good decision, I think. Which is what happened, yeah. But Brent was pretty goddamn good. I don't know. With his stats, he could be in the Hall of Fame. You're right, I, I can't, He took the wrong turn, I can't. Here's where I'm going In hindsight, this. 48 yards, 4-9 hang. But if you look at what's going on now, it's not even close. Like, that's not good enough for the NFL. It's not good enough for college. A thousand percent it is. I don't you think You would so. literally be the best punter in the NFL if you averaged 48, 49 hang If time. you look at punt God and Hands all those down. guys, 
They're dropping bombs. I think the guy who led this year was in the 50s. Okay, well, that's uh, one guy. It's yeah, punk, but I mean... It's punk out in the NFL. Didn't he get like... He caught some accusations. He sure did. He yeah. got out of those. Okay. Oh, yeah. Back. That was the Buffalo guy? No. Feel, San Diego State. Oh, my God. But, was, but no, Buffalo, no, but you're right. He played for the Bills. He was drafted by Buffalo. Well, no, he was drafted by the Buffalo, Bills yeah. and then didn't get to play. But I feel, uh, in all sincerity, with kicking and everything else as far as the NFL is concerned, it has evolved so much that you look at some of these numbers. If an NFL kicker walks out there at 55, to kick a field goal, I'm expecting them to make it. It's probably unfair, but that's the world we live in. I expect nobody. Well, what's to the league kicks? average on a 50 plus yard field goal? It's probably like 60. Well, percent Look at the like guys that, who are right? in it now. Harrison it, Butker. If it, it, was over, after 50? it was over 50 when I was. If you were yeah. over 50, if you were over 50 percent from over 50, yeah. you were good. Now it's got to be yeah. 60 or 70. That's the you NFL. Think so. Yes. Yeah. College. I don't expect any kicker to make no. anything over 45. There's, there's usually that's one true. guy in any college season that's it's a like standout, and everybody else's is kind of mediocre. Which is why everybody plays for like 30 years, is because yeah. they're just not good enough. How long did you play? 13. 13. That's a long time. You got pension. You got everything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guys that I studied with, um, I think were your era, like Chris Moore and those guys. Yep. Chris helped me out a lot um, with technique and everything else. That's uh, a good old boy there. He sure is. He, by the way, he took me to, I went to Alabama at his camp, and uh, I don't think in two weeks I saw him without a half a can of dip in his mouth. Oh, 100%. Yeah, that is that is Chris Moore at his finest, and he had a great career too. He did, he did. I made the mistake of challenging him um, in high school. Mm-hmm. Okay, now, he so won. You're zero for one in your challenges. Well, I was a, you know I was a small boy, okay. left on a porch. Yeah. Wooden but now basket. today you could take him. Yeah, right. probably yeah, now I mean, he's got to be what sixty five. <laughs> he doesn't have to stretch either. No, I'm no, good. he just drops a ball and I'm hits good. Him. Uh, but this will this will this is where I'm going with this. Like I look at the Noah Ruggles kick, which I'm sure you watched the Ohio State Georgia game, right? I did. Expecting that kid to make it from 50 was unrealistic. Exactly what Delco said, in my opinion, where we're so used to every kicker in the NFL doing it now, it doesn't seem special anymore, and it is. Like, that, that dude had never made one over 50 in his entire five-year career. Yeah, and they played for the field goal. Well, I mean, it would have been nice to get at least online or in the stadium would have been good. Yeah. <laughs> but what do you think that is? Nerves? 100%. Uh, I mean... That is a monster kick for a kid. For a kid. It's a, it's a monster kick for anybody. Mm. Let's be honest. But In the moment, yeah. In the moment. I mean, I, the clock strikes 12 of New Year's Eve. Yep. New Year, I mean, what, a, what an unbelievable situation to be in. You know, and, and guys like Vinatieri, Jason, Justin Tucker, mm. those are the elite of the elite for sure. Yeah, what goes through your mind in that situation? Is it like Rube from Major League Two where you're reciting Victoria's Secret ads <laughs> just to take your mind off the mechanics of what you're doing? Because that'll yeah. fuck you up really fast. Because when you saw that kid, what did you think? Like, I, I thought it was the asking a lot. Yeah, yeah, I did too. I did too. I mean, the best technique is to work on a garbage truck in Philadelphia. Well, yeah. if you're the garbage pick and field goal kick in Philadelphia phenomenon, then for sure. Right. Boom. Right. Nailed it. Nailed it. I like that. <laughs> I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. That's okay. Not uh, familiar with that, that Tony game. Danza movie? Oh, no. I, listen, I refuse to watch it. But after that game, everybody was making fun of him, and I'm like, dude. Yeah, I wouldn't want to go to class on Monday. Yeah, no. Fuck that, man. Well, luckily he's done, but, oh. but to expect somebody like that to make a 50-yarder is unrealistic to me. But I think, again, with the way everything is advanced – I mean, we're seeing 55, 60 in the NFL on a daily basis. Sock. The guy here in the Super Bowl, Harrison Butker, I, if he comes out to, to drop a 62-yarder on Sunday for the win, that wouldn't surprise Yeah, but me. that's not necessarily new. Janikowski was doing that shit back in the day, too. I don't think kicking is gone. The average 
Well, Matt Prater is a goat. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> is my, he? Yeah, UCF alum. Yeah. He was also yeah. a raging alcoholic. Yeah, everybody is. Everybody is. Don't worry about that. Yeah, but I think Prater does have the Tore record for longest field goal, son. That's how that's how the game is played. Justin Tucker hit his 66 this year, I think. So oh, did he yeah. 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 Prater is damn. Yeah. Literally, pretty much owns no record. Yeah, yeah. what is he? What did he do? 63. And he played in my high state. Prater had like 64, 65. No, he was Detroit's kicker. Uh, but he started on. in Denver, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He but yeah, in I don't, I don't know that kickers are getting stronger legs. I don't know that NFL quarterbacks are throwing the ball uh, harder or farther either these days. Because Brett Favre threw the ball seventy-eight yards in the in the little stupid Michael Vick threw it out of the stadium. In that that commercial. was a commercial that was was not no, real. that was real. <laughs> but baseball, if you look at baseball, pitchers uh, are routinely throwing ninety-seven to one hundred and three now. That's a normal thing. So what what's the problem with NFL? You know what I mean? What's the problem? What are you asking? Well, not the problem, but how are these guys advancing so quickly? To Dan's point. That's a good like, question. That's, that's what I'm wondering. It's weird to me that it, it's all phases of the game. So it's not just kicking. It's everything so else. Here, moving forward after today, you will know exactly why kickers are better after this statement I'm about to tell you. Okay, okay great. You ready? Yep. First of all, uh, the ball. Um, when I played, they had a K ball, which means it was like a pinnacle if you play golf. Now they have a Pro V1. So... The ball that they use. They're juicing the balls. They, it, it's just worked in a lot more. The, the seams are broken in, so it's a rounder ball, a fatter ball, bigger sweet spot, all that good stuff. Secondly, I never had a kicking coach my entire life, right? I just, the kit coach was like, listen, who wants to kick? Yeah, I'll kick, whatever. Yep. These guys now, I mean, I coach them. I coach kids from, you know, when they're 12. Mm-hmm. So by the time they're graduating high school, I've got them finely tuned, so they're already hitting 50s. Yep. 45 was the biggest kick I ever hit in high school in my life, maybe once. Same. Well, there you go. Yeah. See, but now 50s for a, for a 8th, 12th grader is is common. Like, and all of these camps that are all over the country um, are just, you know, they t- keep taking them back to 55 and 60, and these are high school kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the theory is that they just learn quicker, they learn earlier, and they – they become finely tuned before they ever get to college, before they ever get to the NFL. So between the ball and their upbringing, that's kind of what has led to adding five, six, seven. You know, I was good from 55. It was funny. Coach Mora, we had a 59-yarder against the Dolphins last play of the game. It was kind of – and Jim Mora came over to me. Mike, can you make it? I'm like, no. (laughs) (laughs) No? Are you kidding me? And then he said field goal, and it – I drove it and actually would have gone in, but I got tipped at the line because I had to hit it a little lower. But 59 these days, you'd hit it normal because the ball's different and you and you just grew up mm. kicking for so much longer. So there you go. Now you know. Uh, yeah, uh, that, that makes sense. Because, again, with Chris Moore and those guys, that was the first year of doing it. Um, they also had another great kicker from Alabama, too, that was there uh, who won a bunch of stuff. And you're right. I think it was the first time that it became specialized is in certain fields of doing it. Um, and I was the same as you. We didn't have a kicker or punter, so it was just like, hey, can you do this? Because right. I played soccer, and I was like, all right, cool. That's exactly what it was. Exactly. Um, but now the pressure we're putting on these guys uh, seems to be a little much to me where that was not a thing 15, 20 years ago at Plus, all. Plus, we got all the Aussies coming in being punters. Yeah, and I'm not a fan of that because you're taking three steps right, and then it's a, a end-over-end kick. So in college, and you're right, in college, but in the NFL you can't do that because in college there's no illegal man downfield. So you can, as a punter, you can hold on to the ball as long as you like, and your coverage team is now 10, 15 yards downfield. 
In the NFL, if you hold it longer and they're downfield, it's illegal man downfield. So you can only be within a yard and a half of the line of scrimmage when the ball's punted. Mm. So there's an Aussie kind of hold on to the ball guy will never make it in the NFL because you can't. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. You with me? Yeah, I, I am. Because, again, you know, having oh, yeah, done it and punning legend, been I one forgot. of the best of the best, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. yeah, I mean, I look at a guy like you. He studied everything. He's grateful to yeah. be on a, on a, <laughs> All the on, styles. On a show like, like ours. <laughs> I am. It's fine. I am. No, uh, the only reason I study the styles is they used to, uh, do you know, God, I mean, I know his son, Chad Kolar. Um, his dad was the offensive line coach for the Falcons, Denver Years and years and years. I think he's still in it now for like 25 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they used to bring in pros from the Falcons every Friday before our Friday Night Lights game and kind of go over any position you wanted to. So like Chris Chandler and those guys came in and everything else. And you got to ask them uh, all the questions about this stuff. But uh, I was kind of lucky there in that department. So at least I got to learn a, a lot of the aspects of football. But I feel when I watch today's game, it is so much faster and bigger than anything that I remember, that it is night and day to me. And I'm sure guys like Montana look at, like, what Mahomes is doing, and they're like, well, fuck, if I had that today, I could throw for five, 600 yards. Well, you can't hit a quarterback today like you could when Montana was there, for one. Mm-hmm. Two, you can't touch the receiver like you can, like you could back then. I mean, jamming and holding. Yeah. I mean, they're literally saying, listen, don't touch the quarterback, don't touch the receiver. Well, no wonder they're throwing 70% completion percentage. Yeah. yeah. Do you but, remember the size uh, of uh, Montana's elbow by the time he got to Kansas City? Oh, my God. It was like, I'm like, is that a fucking goiter on his arm? What is <laughs> that? Like an eggplant. It's yeah. also oh my God. for the best that we don't touch the quarterback because we don't need Josh Johnson in the NFC Championship oh game. Oh, my goodness. No. What a disaster. And I'm an Eagles fan, and I still was like, yeah, this what sucks. What a disaster that was. Or, like, I mean, that Josh Johnson was the best thing that happened in that game because ultimately there was no quarterback. For the 49ers, right? right? None Not one that could throw the well, ball. Purdy came back. He's just like, eh, here you go. Purdy's from here. Did you know that he's from the Valley? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think he's going to do next year? You think he'll I be think able he's to? he's the guy in, in San Francisco. Now that Brady's got a rehab, though. He's, he's, he's got a rehab, gonna, though, for, for like a year. close to 12 months. Oh, well, then Is it 12? Ke- I thought it was keep, 6. They'll keep Trey Lance around then. Yeah. Yeah. See what they got with him. They're saying Tommy John, potentially. He's getting a second opinion. That'll put him out for a year. I said Rodgers for... Brady would step in because that team to me looked like it could win the next two or three years if they keep that defense intact. Um, how do you feel about this Sunday's game with with uh, uh, the Chiefs and, and obviously the Eagles? Who you got in this one? I've been struggling with it, man. Let me just tell you, I took 49ers and Bengals last week. So, so did I. So ask me who's going to win and, <laughs> and pick the opposite. You know, uh, I play a lot of golf with Patrick Mahomes is basically one of his closest friends, so I'm leaning towards the Chiefs just because, you know, I'm at least in that inner circle a little bit. Um, And, you know, the whole theory about they've been there before, Mm. you know, you're not sure how Jalen Hurts is going to – you know, he's had a great year. Don't get me wrong. But, Still banged you know, up. This is now the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Is he going to panic in the pocket and run He's not he the greatest passer. Yeah. You know, he's obviously an unbelievable athlete and can run, throw, hand off. But Squat 600 pounds. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. kind of stuff that is, is really necessary in the NFL. <laughs> Gets that extra yard. Fourth and one. I'm doing <laughs> yeah. a QB sneak no, with Jalen every time. The way they run that, everybody's getting fourth yeah, and fourth one Yeah, fourth and one days. QB sneak, I fourth think right three. now is 80%. Three guys, three guys yeah. behind you. I think you it's 80% you. you get that play. Exactly. On one yard or less now. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, it's a gimme. Yeah, you know, they're doing it on their own thirty-five now yeah. because it's just something you're just you pulling can't your guard. You're pulling your guards and just yeah, fucking and lighten up the middle. You, know, you of put fucking, your tight end in motion. Oh. You you snap it when he's behind the quarterback and you just shove. I mean, it's 
It's very technical. Shove. Yeah. Let's yeah, do well, the shove play on one. I'm, I'm, I'm all in on the Chiefs here, I think, for that exact reasons, by the way. So I've seen Jalen Hurts at his worst uh, in, in person, and it was, it was awful. Well, the entire country saw that. Well, and now he's in the Super Bowl. One, though, it was, it was with all NFL execs, and they mm. were like, this guy. What, Oklahoma? Yes, Oklahoma versus LSU, and it was, that was the one of the worst games I've ever seen from. He a didn't play that bad, but they were all wrong. They got rolled by Joe all those Burrow. NFL execs said he's not going to be a great quarter, a good quarterback in the NFL, and he's on a, he's the oh, starting gosh. quarterback well, for the yes, yes. Super Bowl team. <laughs> now, Every uh, NFL player says the same thing. Tell me why you're making that reaction. Well, because you know we can use the Russell Wilson analogy. Okay, Russell Wilson ended up in a great situation mm-hmm. in Seattle. Mm-hmm. And everybody thought, except me, thought Russell Wilson was an NFL superhero. Yep. And then you find out that he's really not. Right? Yeah. I think Jalen Hurts just has himself on a team mm. that literally has great players everywhere. Well, yeah, it's loaded. And his ability to, to run makes a defense load the box. Mm-hmm. And that opens up. And when you've got a Heisman Trophy winner and A.J. Brown as your receivers and a great tight end, when a team's trying to stop the run so much, that opens up your passing game. So, and if you actually watch his passes, they're very inaccurate, mm. but they just are caught because there's nobody else around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But so, is, I mean, he's causing them to stack the box. Correct. Can run. I'm, I'm with it's you. It's his own skill set. But he's probably going to put cap- him on another team and let's see how he plays. And you're going to see Russell Wilson. Okay. What, what about see. Lamar Jackson? Similar. Yeah. You know, I, listen, great freaking athletes, mm. studs, great football players. But um, my theory is, at some point, okay, you're down six with a minute twenty left and one timeout. Mm-hmm. So running for thirty yards is not going to work. Mm-hmm. You have to pass your way down the field. And that's where the haves and the have-nots are kind of separated. Yeah, like a guy like Burrow, even with people getting double covered, as long as he's protected, and, he can still complete passes. Good point. And Josh Allen. I mean, you'll, th- you'll watch Josh Allen make throws. You're just like, where did that come yeah. from? But I think uh, Hurts Mahomes is, is the same. I yeah, mean, they, yeah, just, yeah. they just make plays that mm-hmm. literally nobody. And who's the greatest quarterback of all time? Tom Brady. Could he run from me to you without, you know, needing a snack? Uh, well, he only eats one almond a day, I think. Yeah. So, right. avocado. So, yeah, yeah. He, would, he would eat it in that one step. So, your ability to run as a quarterback, and obviously it's evolving and the NFL is changing a lot, but the greatest quarterbacks are the ones can, that can throw anywhere at any time. To me. No, no he'll I probably. I might be wrong. I've been wrong a lot. He'll probably cap out at like 63% completion percentage for his career, <laughs> if I had to guess, which is, I mean, it's not terrible. It's not great. Great is 70 Right. It is now. I mean, yeah. it's just yeah. nuts. I mean, things just keeps going up. Yeah, I, everything keeps going up. Well, where, I mean, like Burrow's well, 73% for his career. Right well, now you watch those shit. roughing the passing calls in, in the last three months, right? And you're mm-hmm. just like, that's roughing the passer? He mm-hmm. tackled him. Yeah. I mean, it's just Well, they're trying to ridiculous. ban another one now. They're trying to ban the from behind tackle where you, you know, hitch and roll. It's at, called a hop step, which I was uh, unfamiliar with that term. When they said it, and I felt like they're almost just making phrases up now. <laughs> it's probably something the players use colloquially that the NFL didn't even know about. 
and then somebody said, "Oh yeah, that's a hop step." Like, oh, we got to ban hop step. Never. They're just heard like that the fucking government in my dude. life. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck the NFL. It's strange. And Goodell's such a fucking dummy. Well, I mean, it's look, so with, as with, we sit here on the Super Bowl podcast week. Oh yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. The NFL doesn't pay us any money. Fuck them. They do not. <laughs> no. What our, our mybookie.com does? Promo code Drinking Bros doubles your first deposit all the way up to a thousand dollars. And that's that's a it's a great point because mm-hmm. we started the show because we enjoy gambling and mm. everything else. Um, I, I feel that it's brought an immense interest in the NFL, the ratings, everything else. And it's great for all involved, right? Uh, but if it weren't for gambling, I don't know that I would watch some of these shitty teams. And I've said this uh, before on the show in the past because it, there's not a lot of great NFL teams. You would. There's, no, you're down to like What eight, are you going to watch? Uh, what's that? What else are you going to watch? Man, on a Sunday, I would rather flip on. Like golf has become... Because of gambling. Because of gambling, right? Yeah, but even <laughs> even with gambling, if the Titans were playing like the Raiders today, I wouldn't watch that game. I, I might put money on it mm-hmm. just for, uh, for shits and giggles, but I wouldn't. Because they're like soulless franchises, especially yeah. the Titans. But if I don't the have Titans money are the worst on it, franchise right. in like, sports. If I don't have money on it, I don't, I don't watch <laughs> but that there, game. But there are some uh, teams in certain years, like the Lions this year, who overperformed. That, they actually didn't overperform. They got a really solid team. They just get overlooked a lot. But they overperformed to expectation uh, and I gambled on them quite a bit, and I won a lot of overs yeah. with them this year. You know what I mean? So that part Seattle of it is true. Seattle, too. But there's, there's, a, there's a limit, right? Like, there's certain teams that suck so bad that you just can't, right? The Texans. The- I couldn't bring myself to watch the Texans game. I'm a diehard Atlanta Falcons game. I'm a fan, fan. I didn't watch one game, one snap. Nothing of that team. Now, the Falcons right now feel like those early 80s Braves teams where fucking Ted Turner stepped into coach for a couple of days. Remember that yeah. shit? Yeah. People are wearing shorts and shit. It's like I, I will say that. I mean, I guess I couldn't disagree more with all of you. But uh, <laughs> yeah, well, I, haven't, I haven't taken the stand yet. <laughs> okay, yeah. but even so, even I, then, I, he still I just think I, I, if there's a league that any team could win at any time, it's the NFL oh, over yeah. mm. certainly baseball and basketball. I mean, basketball. There's probably even less teams that could win it than there are in the NFL. And there's always those stats of, you know, a team in the NFC East, for example, that never repeats as conference ch- or mm-hmm. division champs. Like, I mean, just back-to-back Super Bowls and the, is rare. And the salary cap and the draft situation, I think the NFL, out of all the Most leagues, parody. is doing it the best. Now, you might be right that there are certainly teams like the Texans who stink, the Lions who have stunk for years and years and years, but generally speaking... You know, there's probably a lot more percentage teams in the NFL that could win it than anywhere else. I don't else. think he's necessarily talking about the overall quality of the product. I think he's talking about, I'm not a fan of Detroit or Minnesota, but I watch that game because I expect 80 points to get scored and I'm going to gamble on that shit. Okay. I think it's the point he's making. Yeah. Like, it, it's... and I don't Because I don't think they can win a Super Bowl. The more, the more competition... Who? In, in yeah, but there, if, there's, if there's ever Detroit? a sport to watch teams that aren't your team, it's the NFL or yeah, college sure. football. But because of it's fantasy not. football and because of gambling, yeah. yes. Otherwise, no, for me. Mm. That's at least for me. I mean, it keeps but you more engaged. so, like, you're not going to turn on a random baseball game just because. Well, well I'm, not, I'm not going to do that either. You're right. I will, um, but, but yeah, I looked I'm, at the numbers today. About. You're a baseball guy? He's yeah. a diehard. Yeah, he's a big baseball fan. Well, I am, it's I'm, it's I'm a tough watch. autistic, so it's just like I'm watching the angles and the fucking stats and shit all the time doing math. Like Angels A's that I can't think of a worse way to spend Show four Otani hours. and Mike Trout. That's Still, the they're not going to make the playoffs. So who cares? Watch it. You have to watch them in the regular season. But you're going to stand there. You're going to watch them stand in the outfield, get a ball that rolls to them, pick it up, throw it back in, and then stand there for another 20 minutes. Yeah. yeah. But he's got autism. Like, yeah. that type of shit is awesome. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I could throw some matches on the floor, and he would tell me there's 86 <laughs> laying in the grass right now. And that's rad. Haynes, 32. Yeah. Cincinnati. 
Um, but uh, for you, do you watch anything? Like, like, do you, will you sit down and watch all the games? NFL games, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. And no matter who's on? No matter who's on. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. NFL, college football, too. Even I'll, I'll watch a Mac game on a Tuesday. I won't, unless there's yeah. money on it. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not a prayer. College, I can watch pretty Not much anything other than Army-Navy. Because it's just the most boring shit of all time. It's interesting. That, yeah, I mean, that's 13-10. basically like if the 49ers had played themselves in the NFC Championship. That's what it is. It's beautiful. No, it's not. No, it's, it's not. The, it's that's how not. the game was made. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> that part's true. But. We've evolved. They haven't. Yeah. Um, it was before Teddy inv- invented the uh, forward pass. Yeah, they're not allowed to yeah. throw the ball there. <laughs> and your team, I mean, you got beat by them. And uh, that was the first time a ranked team had lost to an unranked team without completing a pass. And that's fun for you. You talking about West Virginia? Yeah, did you enjoy watching that game? Which no, uh, UCF. Oh. oh. No, uh, Navy. so Navy. Yeah, Navy beat us this year. And they didn't Without complete throwing, a pass. Well, they threw three passes, but they didn't complete any. They threw right. one. Mm-hmm. I uh, thought it was, it was just one. See, to me, why don't you just stick ten in the box and just man up the outside? Like, why are you having a safety deep when you know they're not throwing? Well, I'm they burn you. you. I'm with they, you. They burn you. They burn you every time. I'll take the once every three years, they'll complete one over the top. <laughs> okay, they burned me, but we won thirty-one yeah. to seven because they got us. <laughs> also, for one. the troops are dirty. I'll whoa, say. It. Well, the army. Whoa, whoa. Army, they, the they, they, it's they, fine. I'm they chop you at the uh, knees. <laughs> yeah, because look, okay, then I'm good they're that small. <laughs> because they're not. Yeah, they can't fucking gain any weight. They're not. And allowed. I hate playing the academies because they just play a bullshit no, the offense. Navy, that you're the not Navy has for. the ability to do it. The Navy, you can gain weight. The army doesn't allow it. Yeah. Well, Army keeps Navy winning. has no excuse. That's why they're more competitive every year because they have actual offensive. I didn't tackles. know that actually. Yeah, That's I didn't funny. know that either. For yeah. the Army, you have to maintain height, weight standards the whole yeah. time, no matter what the fuck you're doing. That's right, dude. which is kind of kind of stupid, don't you think? Yeah, because the entire purpose. I think that the, defeats the purpose. Yeah, the entire sure purpose of the academy having a football team is press. That's it. It's a TV show. That's all any sport is. It's a fucking TV. Yeah, show. they wouldn't let that one guy get drafted. I remember that. Like yeah, I mean, twelve years uh, ago. Uh, Villanueva was a guy too that had to get a waiver. Remember him, the Pittsburgh yeah. offensive yeah. tackle. Like what the fuck, man? That's the best advertisement you you will ever get. David Robinson had to serve right before he went to the NBA. He, well, no, he was going to have to, but then he grew four inches and he was mm. too tall he grew to do to the six job. Eleven, yeah. yeah, that's true. In college, yep. the admiral. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, do you watch in the NBA? Oh God, it's a hard watch, right? It is a hard watch. Why is that? We were talking today about so LeBron's probably going to break the record tonight or tomorrow. Yeah, you watch that. These guys are thirty six, right? Yeah, it'll be it'll be tonight or the next game. Playing Oklahoma City, and it's like we were we were talking about it uh, before the show. Do you remember the last time something happened in the NBA that really captured your attention? I don't remember the last time it was, to be honest. Maybe that Warriors uh, Cavaliers final in twenty sixteen. Because it was just back and forth the, the whole comeback. time. The comeback. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would watch the Warriors, though, all the time. I, I'll watch anything for greatness. And uh, even though I'm not a fan of the Warriors, I will watch them for greatness, and I enjoy that. But you're right. <clears throat> That's probably the last time that it, it meant something to me where I was just like, all right, shit, I'm watching the game tonight. Are you watching tonight, then, if that the Fuck topic no. is LeBron? That's what we were talking about. We're not going to probably watch. Probably I don't not, care. right? And, and it's weird to say that because that record I didn't think would be broken in my lifetime. And we're probably not even going to watch it tonight. We'll be at Outback Steakhouse having some wallaby so, darns. But but why is it because that they've just become so political in that league that they no. they've they've just anybody alienated themselves anybody that gets turned off by the politics of the NBA aren't going to watch the NBA anyway. I don't, I don't know. I, I'm a big NBA fan, and that shit gets on my nerves. Mm. I mean, I have a Jordan tattoo, so I grew up <laughs> in the NBA, and my, my I don't thoughts know of the NBA have 
decreased. I think it's the softness, the right, of just how guys are. Just guys sit out every other game. Well, that's the other thing. It, it, great point because you know the other night when LeBron got fouled in the last play, I think it was the Celtics, right? And they didn't yep. call it. Oh, you're talking about when he threw a tantrum and he lost like his child. mind, right? Okay, follow me with this. He lost his mind because they didn't have a chance to win the game. Yeah. But then we'll sit out the next one, guaranteeing a loss. Mm-hmm. So he's okay with losing the next night when he doesn't play, but he's not okay with losing because he got fouled. Yeah, I think I, it's, I it's like a I can't simpler answer. Your tantrum when you don't care that you lose anyway. Right. right. You know yeah. what it is? Nobody in the NBA is cool. There's no cool players in the NBA. Everyone you would just, hang out with in, on, yeah. a, on a real life basis. Everyone just kind of sucks as yeah. a human. Steph Curry talks about social justice all the time, but they tried to build some low income housing next to his house, and he and his wife wrote a letter to the city asking him not oh, to. Oh, they shut yeah. that shit so down. So that's yeah. not exactly yeah. on brand for him, is yeah, it? Yeah, they but shut like, The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly, but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Allen Iverson, point. Yeah. very cool. Everybody wanted to Because if you were to say, listen, who's the most, to me, the most popular guy in the league would be Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. Like, he he seems like he's just a good dude. And he plays golf. Yeah. What does that have to do with anything? I don't know. He's just lame. Don't, don't stop trying to proselytize people in the <laughs> golf bullshit. He's, he's not a he's partier. Yeah. And he doesn't want to rip people's throats out. Like, you have a Jordan tattoo. The stories about him are legendary. Drink all nights. Gamble. Golf all day. Gamble. And then beat the fuck out of people to a level that was just disgusting. He was gambling with the fucking uh, uh, stadium attendants, the arena attendants, in the hallway at halftime. Yeah, dude. Just flipping quarters at the wall. Also, he couldn't get enough. Best players in the NBA right now are international. You're right? Yeah, for sure, yeah. There's not really... Who's the best American player right now? Steph Curry. Steph Curry. Kevin Durant. Durant, One of those two. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Tatum, I guess. John Morant. Tatum will get there. John Moranto plays in a city that nobody really cares about. Like, he's a beast, though. Yeah, yeah, Zion. I'm a big Zion fan. I love Zion. Hopefully I love Zion, healthy. but he can't stay healthy. But he yeah. can't stay healthy. Can't stay healthy. Um, can't, can't what about Kyrie? When you're 6'8", 320, and you jump out of the gym, mm-hmm. bad things are going to happen. Well, I think getting drafted in New Orleans was just bad for him. Yep. Food-wise? That food. That <laughs> yeah. jambalaya. Yeah. That gumbo. I'm not so, I won't be surprised when the, the second his contract's up, he's out. Everything served on no, the he'll bread. Be a, he'll, he'll, he'll be, be the in, I guarantee he'll be on the Knicks, 100%. Yeah, I agree with a 100% you. 100% that he's going to be. Him and RJ Barrett. He just he, signed an extension, though. He might be he'll on be the Knicks before it. that contract. Bring him to Charlotte. Five years. The Knicks, are, the Knicks are so stupid. Charlotte. The Knicks will trade them like <laughs> yeah, the, all their first-round picks for the rest of the What a contrast in owners when jo- Jordan is just all about winning, 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 and then you're the, t- you're the mm-hmm. owner of the Charlotte Hornets who... You He's know, getting it together. Don't even make the playoffs. No, they don't sign bad. anybody. They're no. not bad this year. Right? They're, they're not spending money, that's for sure. They just don't spend money because they don't have it to spend there. Uh, trying Jordan's to get asses got, in the seats up Jordan's in Charlotte got plenty of money. tough. No, yeah. no, no, not him. He's, you know, everybody says the same thing. He's guarded with it where if it makes sense, he'll, he'll spend. If not, he won't. And right now, who's the biggest free agent signing they've had? Kemba Walker? I mean, I, it, it's, it's tough, man. Um, they drafted Lamelo. Uh, they drafted him, but that's on a rookie deal. But you don't and, have to pay uh, for that. who's the white guy from Butler? Gordon Haywood. Yeah, him. Yeah. That's their biggest signing. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true. Post like post ankle. Yeah, destroyed. Dude. Yeah. 
Remember, he got his leg broken in half out there. Game so. one, yeah. Yeah, it's strange uh, to say we're not going to watch the scoring record tonight. Uh, yeah, we whereas were... I would have, if that was Jordan or Kobe, I would have oh, yeah. set my alarm on my phone. And I wouldn't oh, have missed a second. Like, we all watched Kobe's last game where he scored like a thousand points. I cried, dude. Against my Raptors, I think yeah. it was too, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, that to... was the the eighty one game. Oh, oh no, that oh, yeah, was the oh, Raptors. Shit. Yeah, I you're... think he played the Raptors twice. You're right, eighty one and his final game. I think it was. It was too. Doesn't even I, I have to be that big, that, right? I would, I would watch Marbury break the record. Maybe. In China or I'd America? I'd throw my VCR tape in, in China, for sure yeah. and, and record yeah. tonight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you got to record over something, though. Well, you can DVR yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. record over SNL or something back Wed- then. Sure. That Wed- was good. Yep. Wedding video. Uh, yeah, there's. Uh, we were trying to think of some of the events over the past like 25 years or so that we would have known that were going to happen in advance and definitely been in the seat for. The chase in 98 with the home run record was one. Barry Bonds chasing records yep. later on was well, one. Tiger, Tiger, Tiger yep. doing anything yep. on a golf course. Pretty much any Sunday where he's wearing red and he's yep. confident, I'm watching that. That one. was must must see TV. For How many sure. people watch golf today because of Tiger Woods? Honestly, and play it. Yeah, I mean for everybody sure. that plays golf now is Tiger. He yeah. is. He he changed it. Look how everyone plays now. All the kids that are coming up. I mean, and then it's all be, Tiger like yep. we've been saying, be like Mike for 45 years now. I know, right? But there's no be like. Luca, there's no. I mean, like honestly, these guys are great players, but be like Kyrie, dude. They don't have whatever, <laughs> whatever Jordan had, and, oh my God. and Luca and Kyrie. That's going to be a combo. Whatever, whatever Jordan had, and fucking Kobe had. LeBron just doesn't have it. I think everybody knows it. He's just yeah. That's, that's a bitch. That is a yeah. great analogy. That I mean, the it's Jordan one. It's Kobe two. Yep. It's not even LeBron two. No, he's three. I mm. agree. It's, it's not Kobe two. What? I've got Kobe two. No. Who do you got it to? Kareem. Kareem's one, first off. Kareem's one. Jordan's two. I mean, Bill Russell's in there, too. No. No. You can not You can say that he played against garbage against... men and shit like that, but have you actually seen the tape of him playing? Yeah. He, he gets a ball at half court, takes two steps, and dunks it, and he's running past all of these smaller, faster dudes. Well, they weren't faster, I guess, but... I would I would take, like, four other Lakers before I take Kobe. I think Bill... Well, that's stupid. That's gross. Sha- or, no, three. Shaq, Co- uh, Kareem, Magic. For a whole career? Yeah. Over Kobe. I, I could say Kareem out of that list, but that's about it. We forget about the, the dick days of Kobe where he was just like pretty much forcing the franchise into signing a bunch of bums because his contract was so massive. Well, that's what Aaron Rodgers is doing yeah. now. So, yeah. I, no, I remember. as I, I watched it. Um, but he pulled out five, and five was good enough for me as a fan where I was just like, hey, dude, I don't really care about all the dickish shit you did. You got five done. And, and we don't give Pau Gasol enough credit for that season. Oh, God, dude. He was, he if was you go back year. and look at the stats, he was incredible. Yeah. He's okay. Also, Lamar. Lamar was awesome before crack. Before crack. Well, he, he may come back. That's BC. That's Lamar BC before <laughs> crack. Um, he, was, uh, uh, he was pretty decent, but he, he certainly did, didn't have the help that – he didn't have a Kyrie on that team. I don't think any uh, – the last two titles that Kobe won were – Worse overall than any of the other titles won by the other guys we're talking about. He 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 pulled that team to victory, right? Yeah, like Jordan had a pretty good Dude, two he sets. Beat of Dwight teams. Howard, what's that? He beat Dwight Howard. So what? Uh, you you, you <coughs> play who you play against, but his team was not nearly as good as the other Lakers three peat he was on. It wasn't as good as any of Jordan's teams. LeBron wants Steph Curry to come to the Lakers. Like he's all about. I'll take him. Yeah, can we get him? Yep. Yeah, Kyrie. I'll take. Yeah, you. Could. I mean, dude, try just winning a game. He with wants to be friends with you. Got 
right? Yeah, he wants he's, he wants titles no matter how he can get them. What's that participation trophy bullshit? Oh my they just want to be friends, like work together in the offseason. No, fuck you, dude. Well, we don't yeah, count. We don't count the bubble year. Bubble ring doesn't count. No, that's not. You know real. leaders, and you got into some fucking hot water over this years back for uh, yelling. I don't know at what you're talking about. Peyton Manning. <laughs> I, um, did you Tony Dungy. Did you say mm. I yelled at Peyton Manning? Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there was a rumor that uh, he didn't want it bad enough, and neither did Tony Dungy. And they weren't in, in people's faces enough. <clears throat> uh, Tony Dungy is in everyone's face nowadays. It is not what He should not I, be announcing, by the no, way. No, he should not be on TV. No. He should not. He, just go away, Tony. Tony's a great human being. Mm-hmm. So let's start with that. Good person, <laughs> yes. Yes. However. However. Well, I mean. He's pretty universally loved. We went from Jim Morris mm. Sr., who yeah. was a screamer. Yeah. <laughs> Playoffs? He was yeah. like, you, you're that Sam, my, Sam that motherfucker. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you kidding me? Playoffs? <laughs> he was like uh, the Earl Weaver of the NFL. I mean, we were in a practice one time, and Jim Moore was at this end, and there was a guy sitting on his helmet, the, and, the, and, he scr- and the whole practice just went, oh, God, what is he? And he went walking, 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 just because the dude was sitting on his helmet. Yeah. In the middle of an NFL practice, like, he, but then he felt bad. Like, he was one of those guys that would yell at you, but then feel bad for doing it, and then make a joke or go over and try to make light of it. And so, I I love Jim Morris Sr. I think he's fantastic. What about Peyton? Um, Listen, Peyton, uh, Peyton and I are boys. Like, we have the same birthday. We played three more years together. The funny thing is, you know, after that whole thing went down, I walked into the weight room the the next time we had a mini camp. And I walked over to him, and I'm like, dude, what were you thinking? He's like, what was I thinking? What were you thinking? <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of numbers was uh, Peyton putting up in the weight room? <laughs> <laughs> He's shredded. He's uh, and, uh, 315 for know, reps, I got, yeah. I got a happy birthday text from him this year. I texted him the other night. We were both in Vegas together. Um, you know, when when two buddies that have played together and hung out together, and and believe me, uh, I I sent him an email just maybe three months ago. I was like, listen, I have a 23-year-old son. <clears throat> I try to tell him, listen, listen, don't live with regrets. Yep. Make good decisions. And I, and I told Peyton, I said, listen, one of the biggest regrets I have was doing how I did that interview. And I said, you don't need to respond to this email. I just said, I just wanted to let you know. So I got an email back. He goes, listen, dude, that was way in the past. I, 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 uh, I appreciate our friendship. You know, we're all good. So, you know, I I felt better that I've said, hey, just to let you know. Yeah. It's not one of my prouder moments. Are and you watching his... Uh, that's why he's not Tom Brady. Are you watching the Manning cast? I watch it occasionally. Yeah, it's funny because I'll text him in the middle of it, mm-hmm. and, he'll, and they'll go to commercial, and he'll text me back. So um, they, they talked about bringing Justin Tucker on one time because I guess Justin was kicking the next Monday. Mm-hmm. He's like, wouldn't it be great if Justin <clears throat> would be mic'd up and be on our show in the middle of the game? So I texted him. I said, listen, by the way, I was Justin Tucker before Justin Tucker. <laughs> so he gave me the thumbs up or whatever he responded with. I watched the first couple, and now it's dependent on who the guests are. Because I don't even pay attention to the game. It's, it's too hard to pay attention to the game with he and Eli are fucking they're retarded. They're <laughs> yeah. just talking shit the whole yeah, yeah, time. Yeah. I can't pay attention to the game. If they have good guests on, I'll, I'll watch that shit. I flip over for it. That's I'll what they, do it if it's a shitty game. Where I would rather watch them than yeah, the yeah, but game it's always itself. Monday night, right? Um, it depends. They've got they got lucky this year. I felt like they had yeah, some good ones. They used to have just dog shit games. Oh, on there Monday was night. it used to be. Bad. They've got a great guest lineup though. They oh, got yeah. the who's who. Tons. Uh, and you, I'm can, waiting for the call. So just 
Peyton, if you're out there, listen, hook me up. <laughs> he definitely watches this show. Oh, yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah, for sure. For sure, him and Eli. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're, they're trying to get some material. Eli yeah. tried well, to go have to. to. And I get that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He yeah. tried to go to Penn State as a walk-on recently. Yeah, I sure did. I did. I'm not sure how the the 40-something-year-old is trying to play it off like he's a college Yeah, he did not. I mean, they there's there's hair and makeup people out there that could really do it, but whoever that was was I mean, it works for Jared Goff because Jared Goff is 24. Thank you. So my son is the quarterback at the school where Jared Goff did it. Really? So what, right now? Well, at Ventura, when, when they brought in a kid and they were like, listen, quarterbacks, you know, we're bringing in this kid, you know, and when they show the two quarterbacks that are sitting there, one of them's my son. Yeah. No shit. This is back yeah. when he was so the then st- And then Jared goes over to my son. He goes, hey, you know, what are you, the punter? <laughs> and my son's like, no, I'm uh, the quarterback. <laughs> How is that for you and as it's a had father? Like 25 million views That's or hilarious. something. Yeah. Like, it's... It's fantastic. You know, everybody's like, is your son a kicker? I'm like, hell no, he's not a kicker. <laughs> yeah. Thankless job. Holy cow. You, you ever, make 99 and they want to talk about the one you missed. Yeah, no all shit, the time. Yeah. Do you ever watch that one that uh, Greg Maddox did? Um, it's No, but it sounds familiar. What is what, it? What's uh, Chris Bryant, who was at the Cubs at the time, was trying to film a commercial, I think with Gatorade or some shit. And they're like, oh, the guy that's supposed to throw your BPs out today. Uh, and there's, he's like a, dressed as a fucking grounds crew guy. He's like, oh, I can, I can throw a little <laughs> so bit. Maddox comes yeah. out. Oh, yeah. And he's just throwing him cutters and sinkers and shit. And Chris <laughs> Bryant's like, fuck, man, I can't hit this guy. <laughs> and finally, he's like, oh, you're Greg. You sound like <laughs> I haven't seen that. Yeah. It's great. Maddox has got to be 50. How's he throwing heat against He's not. Brian? He was throwing an 82 he was throwing like in that video. Mid, mid, low, yeah. mid-80s sinkers and cutters, though. It didn't oh, okay. matter. His movement's yeah. so sick that it... And then iced him's arm for the next week. Yeah. Right, exactly. That's um, like everybody's like, Shoot, you, aren't, why don't you go kick my all my buddies? Ah, oh, you need to be out there. There's guys worse than you. I'm like, I'm 52. I could kick on Sunday, but don't ask me to kick until next Sunday. Like, there's no way I'm practicing during the week. Yeah, well, you can just do LeBron's schedule and kick every four days. There you go. Every yeah, four yeah you're fine. See, Load management fine. is what you're doing. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's yeah. it. Uh, exactly. is, your, is your kid good enough to go to the NFL? I love you, Jay. No. Um, <laughs> uh, th- th- you never know. I mean, I, I, he's good enough to be a starter at, in college. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's Canadian, so he'll get drafted in the CFL and you know, there's CFL quarterbacks that go back to the NFL all mm-hmm. the time. Got so, USFL back. You know, he's young and you know, five years from now, he could be a stud. I mean, he's yeah. six, almost 6'3", six, smart kid, great athlete, dunked a basketball in the 11th grade. So, you know. What would you say? He's 19? He's 23. 23. 23. Oh, shit. Where's he playing? So the funny thing is he's, he's actually going up to a university in Canada this year, um, and he kicks and punts, right? Like he grew up doing the punt, pass, and kick thing his whole mm-hmm. life. He won in Arizona. He won and got on the field at the Dolphins. So he kicks and punts twice a year, just – for no other reason than to just be able to say I can make a 45, 50-yard field goal. So I sent the punt and kick film to the head coach of the team he's going to play for this year, and a week later I get a call from the special teams coach, and he's like, hey, by the way, your son is our kicker and punter this year too. (laughs) So he's literally going to be the starting quarterback, kicker, and punter. No way. (laughs) So him and I have been working a lot longer, a lot more than we have in the past. So um so I guess the fake punt's an option on every single punt now. Well, and there's only three downs in, in Canada. Yeah. So on third down, if your quarterback is your punter, mm-hmm. you are going to be able to do some great things. You can't have a safety drop because now you're playing mm-hmm. in Canada 12 on 11 mm-hmm. and we will throw for first down. And if you don't drop a guy back and you play defense, then he'll just pop it over your head 40 yards, no return all day long. So it really is an advantage. So so uh, he's the Shohei Otani of the CFL is what you're he saying. He is yeah. the uh, – he's the – 
Taysom Hill <laughs> of the Canadian Football League. So I just appreciate the honesty mm-hmm. because, that, like, having coached kids and I coach my kids, and uh, especially in Texas, we're, we all live in Texas. I don't feel like parents are honest about whether or not they're every. Parent Can you already see it in your kid? No, I, I, but I, I would have said the same thing as you did. Like, if you were asking me today, mm-hmm. no. Probably not. Absolutely not. Um, and What are their ages, by the way? Eight. Eight, Even yeah. Eight, but eight, yeah, eight. You can tell who's better than everybody else. And, like, you know, if I was forced to sit down and look at, because he's only in baseball and soccer and stuff like that, I could give you 15 other kids in there. Yeah. He plays hard and he enjoys it. Uh, Dan and I always talk about this on the show where I think teamwork is important, and, and I think it, it helps you in life. Have you benched your child yet? Uh, no, I haven't had to. Okay. I haven't had to yet. Um, it'll come a time at Thanksgiving though. If my son cared about football as much as he cares about fishing, he'd be a lot better football player because he's a fishing fanatic. Oh, really? Nuts. But uh, anyway, yeah, I digress. Um, you make that, but I coached, I coached Christian Kirk in high school, Mm. uh, at Saguaro down here. And everybody was just saying, oh my God, you're, you're, you're the man. You're going to go play on Sundays. Mm -hmm. And, so I, I was like, listen, Friday, okay, just be successful on Friday mm. and then get to Saturday before you ever worry about Sunday. So I called him Friday all the time. So then he obviously went to Texas a and I was like, so I started calling him Saturday. So I congratulated him when he got drafted on Sunday by the char- Cardinals. He's like, hey, you're going to call me Sunday now, right? I was like, absolutely. So my point is, you never know, right? You mm. don't know what's on Friday before you figure out what's on Saturday, before you ever figure out what's on Sunday. So, you know, all these kids that everybody says, oh, he's going to be in the NBA or he's, you know, 6'9", you know, sophomore in high school. Oh, he's guaranteed the NBA. Listen, relax. You know, yeah. let's just go through the process and figure out, let him get successful in college before you anoint him the next LeBron James is that? Yeah, exactly. Well, no, Le- James. LeBron James actually anointed himself. <laughs> he did. He, he gave himself. himself the he nickname the, the chosen one. He was and then he got himself. it tattooed on his own fucking body. Sure did. Sure did. It's yeah, I tell, I tell the parents and the kids the same thing. I'm like, look, I hope so, man. And maybe you're the one that does it. But uh, from what I'm seeing here from, from right now, that's probably a hard no. Mm-hmm. Well, if you, but, look at, uh, if you look at like... With such an iconic dad, I don't know how yeah. that's possible. I, I mean, know. You've got to be honest about what you can do. The genetics skip the generation. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. He, he's got I, that... No lies. So let me ask you this. That that stud for, breed. I don't for, know. But for me personally, when I... Like, looking at the numbers in high school, I was like, I'm not good enough to go to the NFL. If I couldn't monetize it, my wife and I have the same opinion on life. If you can't monetize it, look for something else to do, which is kind of why I made that decision. And for you, though, as a kicker, you don't know until you keep going along. Was there any thoughts of quitting at that point, or were you bombing 60 yarders in high school? This is, this is a great story, actually, for all you kids out there. Okay, A 45-yarder is the most longest kick I ever made in high school, and it was one time. I don't Agreed. even remember. Same. I, one, one. I don't remember making more than five field goals in my entire high school career. Yep. Okay. Went to Michigan State as a quarterback and a punter. Wasn't playing. Left. Went to a junior college in California. Was the starting quarterback, punter, and kicker. Then I got to West Virginia. Punted my junior year. Kicked field goals my senior year because I got beat out by Todd Sauerbrunn, who came in as a freshman punter from New York. Okay. Drafted by Saskatchewan, mm-hmm. the Rough Riders in the Canadian Football League. Played two games. Went to my sister's wedding. Came back in time for practice, but didn't go to practice. Because I, I guess I just didn't feel like it. Got mm-hmm. cut the next day. Went back to Koenig Sporting Goods in West Virginia for four twenty-five an hour selling shoes. Ninety-five went to the ninety-four went to the Argonauts. Got cut. Ninety-five went to the Argonauts. Got cut. Then I got signed by Hamilton. Got cut. 
Then I went to the 96 and 97 Argos. Doug Flutie was my holder. Yeah. We won two Grey Cups and then made it into the NFL. But I got, oh, I went to the Minnesota Fighting Pike in 96, too, and the Arena League got cut after two games because I kept kicking off out of bounds. <laughs> but then ended up the most accurate kicker in NFL history. Yeah. You know what I mean? So cut, yeah, what did cut, you end up? cut, 86 cut, and a half cut, percent, I think, right? You know. Well, what was the difference? Do you remember specifically what? Something click. Yeah. Yes. He found some of your old tapes. That's yeah. right. Well, and, and I, I, got I still sell those. Those are like uh, Tom Amansky videos for <laughs> He's kickers. like the Fred so. McGriff. Of yeah, I'll, I'll give him yeah. to you after the show. It's uh, 18 easy installments of, of $68.99. <laughs> so. Um, so I was playing in 96, trying out for the team. There was an American punter, actually, coincidentally, from the University of Arizona. Rich Fall. Rich, shout out. Big um, Dick Rich, yeah. We alternated kicks in pregame. And we went into overtime in a preseason game, and it was his turn to kick next. And it's overtime back in the either make it or miss, and game's over. So it wasn't like we could keep. So I had my shirt untucked, and the head coach in Toronto, who coincidentally was the head coach in Saskatchewan in 93 when he cut me, is now the head coach in the team that I'm trying to get in 96. He goes, hey, by the way, you got the next one. So I'm just like, oh, my God, tuck my shirt back in, go warm up. And I ended up walking out. And at the time, you know, Doug Flutie's a CFL legend. Mm. Like, he had already won however many Grey Cups. And the greatest, you know, he's making a million dollars where nobody else is making more than 200 grand. Like, he just... So I'm walking out for a 38-yard field goal to win this game in overtime. And Doug Flutie's the holder. You know, it's a... For a Canadian kid and who's been cut all over the place, everybody could say, well, it's only the CFL. How much pressure could there really be? Well huge pressure for a kid that wants to try to get a job playing professional football so anyway I made the kick and they cut the guy the next day and you know I, and I had two great years in Toronto and I would say that moment there was the, probably the kick and if you miss that one there probably isn't any of this mm. right then you know you've been cut five times maybe it's time to go try something else so, how wild is that it is unbelievable because I mean if you miss again if you miss it just one kick yeah that, that, that could be it. Um, because That's let's true. face it, that Mar guy is gone next year. There, there's no way they're bringing him back. He's Canadian, by the way, too, which is coincidental. But, uh, you know, I'm really surprised they even let him kick the next week. Same. Like, Jerry, that's what Jerry, though, right? That, like, and, and if they're going to, and if they would have said to him, listen, you're going to be good next week, right? Like, you, this, don't worry about the, what's he going to say? No. Like, he's going to say, yeah, I'm good. But even though I'm sure inside he's like, fuck, I have no idea whether he I made can the make field a goals. kick. Well, the first, the first one, he, the point yes. that's what was, I that's was, what I said was go. a chunk hook. It was awful, it, and I was on the no phone chance. with you, and I go, "Hey, dude, that wasn't going no, in." No, it was not. And He's then they came back from commercial, yeah. and sure enough, you know. But then he started making them. No, yeah. just like that. Yeah, but it was some out, it was too. after a forty-five yard field goal. This is what. I, I actually wanted to ask you about this. So my buddy Jason, he's a former Navy SEAL, and he does anti-yips training for people, right? Like the mental focus part. He helped Tyler Massick from the Braves a couple of years ago and a bunch of other athletes, a lot of kickers actually. Um, and one of the things that I think is probably going to be useful in a situation like that is to put you out there at 45 or 50 yards and to say make it because you got to kick the fuck out of the ball. can't sit there and think about it like you can from 30 yards for a fucking extra point. You know what I mean? But I had the yips my, my last year in Indy and my, mm. my one year in Dallas. I couldn't make a thing in practice, couldn't make a thing in pregame. And in Indy my last year, I missed two field goals the entire season. But couldn't make it. I mean, I didn't know whether it was going in or out. So, I mean, you could sit there and go, hey, don't worry about it. You know, just, just be smooth and hit it. Listen, if you've got the yips, you've got the yips. You know, they can tell you all you like. But it's not going, in my mind, it's not going in. 
Like, it's not like, oh, I'm good. It yeah. was really like, no, this ain't going in. So, so how do you deal with that? Yips are real. Th- uh, oh, it's definitely retiring. That's <laughs> <laughs> what you do. I mean, it's there. There have been a lot more people who retired because of that than people who came back from it for sure. Like Chuck well, Knobloch's one of them. David right? Duvall. David Duvall. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's been quite a few people that have just that. That's it. Rick Ann Keel's the one. Well, Schmoltz came back from it. But. Rick Ann Keel came back as a hitter, though. Yeah, not a and, a, and Chuck a center Knobloch fielder. not being able to throw the ball. That was from crazy, dude. Base. God, Tiger had the chip and yips. For yeah, a bit. He did. yeah, he even did here at the yeah. Phoenix Open yeah. a couple years ago, he had the chip, chip and yips. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy, isn't it? Yeah, crazy. I've got the golf yips right now. Yeah, you're terrible. I yeah. have. What's your handicap? It was a three, oh, and sure. I and then, listen, I don't. I have six balls in my pocket. Just keep dropping it until I. I'm a mess golfing right now, and it's the same kind of thing. It's just like, but I have that mentality of I have to be f- fantastic. Like shooting eighty for me is a is a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. It's just how I've how I'm made up. So you know, if it's not dead down the middle, I did something wrong, and I'm annoyed with it. And then you know, and then you get all squirrely. So, are you in the pro am tomorrow? No. Okay. Hell no. And they're just like you're a field goal kicker. Like how does if somebody walks up and watches me tee off, I'm a mess. Yeah. And they're just like, dude, you're you're in the most pressure packed position in all of sports as a field goal kicker in the NFL. Why is that guy driving you nuts? Because you because it's a ball and a tee with a club. It's not my foot and a ball. Well, you probably always wanted to be a professional golfer. Well, I thought in the last five years, I was like, you know what? I'll I'll get good by the time I'm fifty. Champions tour, getting the Champions yeah. tour, and I'll get some exemptions because you know. Obviously, I'm the man. Yeah, of course. Of so, course. Yeah. Has anybody actually done that? Like, I thought John Smoltz was going to do it, but he's just stayed in the booth. Well, Romo, Romo was kind of the closest yeah. to yeah. it. Romo's right? close to it. Yeah. Romo's played, like, a PGA Tour or, like, Corn Ferry event. Yeah. I think he played a... Uh, I think in the Bahamas, Byron right? Nelson in Dallas and didn't make the cut. Mm. I played golf with Romo when I was in Dallas. He was my holder in Dallas. Oh, was he really? No. Yeah. Are you still homies with him at all? I don't talk to him. I mean, I've... I actually my last game in the NFL was Thanksgiving against uh, the Bucks, and the next day I was playing golf on the Dallas Cowboys golf course, and my phone rang and it was a private call, and I was like, "Hello, hey Mike, Jerry Jones here." And I was like, "Oh God, <laughs> can I finish my round? Is that okay?" Yeah. So did was, you know at that time when the call came in that you were getting cut and that was it? Yeah. Did you know it was a career? And I made my kick and I had a touchback in the in the Thursday. Like I didn't miss. On the th- on my last game, but even my twenty nine yarder snuck in the right upright. I just got to go out on make. But I missed yeah. four kicks the entire year, the year I got cut, and three of them hit the up right upright. Shit! So that's me spraying it all over the place. Apparently, yeah. But Parcells, I guess, had seen enough, and they brought in Grammatica, and the playoff game was when Romo dropped the snap. Sure is Seattle. Is it like lacrosse though, where kickers take kind of pride in practice to hit post? <laughs> if the, if you're messing around on the side yeah. for sure, but not necessarily on okay. an you know in an NFL football game hitting the post is not. You right don't want a double doink. More it. practice, yeah. Yeah, no, not the double doink. Yeah, if you want to tell Parcells, and it's to funny go the double himself. doink. Sorry, the, the double doink right is in Chicago. Then mm-hmm. the next day, a, a a bar had a they brought out uprights yep. and they had people kick and they were like oh for 108 or something like that. Like not one dude who tried to kick the exact ball that they probably mf this guy up and down for. Oh yeah, they went oh for yeah. Um, which is wild. So what do you do after you quit then? Well, I own my own company in both U.S. and Canada, and Bo Jackson's a partner of mine, and Johnny Damon's a partner of mine. And Johnny's been on the show. We love Johnny. Yeah, Johnny's, yeah, good dude. Johnny's a good dude. He's got rocks with Johnny. Yeah, that's not surprising. Yeah, he's a, he's a very thirsty guy. He is. He, 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 he enjoys uh, 
staying hydrated. <laughs> yeah, it sure does. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, what, and what do you guys do there? So it's uh, vinyl decals similar to, to Fathead. We don't like to say the F word in our company, but um, vinyl decals of athletes, entertainers, influencers. We have our own apps where you can scan it, which is unlike anybody else that's doing around the world. So we're really cutting edge stuff that, so an influencer who's got a million followers could actually sell their slap it on uh, of themselves and now upload content that you can't get anywhere else, which makes it kind of really cool little deal. That's awesome. Um, I'm looking to get uh, about eight of myself. How much do they run for? Well, what size? We'll have to talk after. I need a big head, big dude. I want life it looking size, down. Yeah. I, I want I need shiny you your punning, I need you to have your punning form. We'll get a nice... He can't do oh, what you just... He oh, can't oh, do yeah. that. What you just did, he can't do that. Yeah, see where you like this. Can I use that picture? <laughs> Not one fucking yeah, prayer. Absolutely. Okay, perfect. Now, he'll be in the hospital if he tries to do what you just did. <laughs> I, I, was, I almost died last year. <laughs> just <laughs> snap his hamstring right yep. there and have it go 20. You'll hear it curling up like a fucking window blind. Exactly. Very, very flexible. Better than Swayze. by his ass. Better than Swayze in Roadhouse. What's the name of the company, flexible. by the way? You didn't see it. Slap it on. Slap it on. Okay. Slap it on. And you guys have an app? We do. We have a slap it on app for both Android and uh, iPhone. And Bo Jackson, we just signed on, which is fantastic. That dude is a fucking animal. He's Jesus a, Christ. He, real quick story is he was, I had, I had Erlacher and I had Troy Aikman. And so I was talking to Bo about that. And I was like, well, you know, they just weren't that receptive to phone calls. And I couldn't really get a hold of them. And Bo was like, listen. If I tell you I'm going to be shitting in your tulips tomorrow morning, yep. you best be know my black ass is going to be out on your front porch. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, okay. And every time I call him and, you know, he uh, he's going to be here Sunday. He He's very responsive. Great dude. Love Bo. I really Do feel like. Do you want Erlacher's number? No, I'm good. I got it, actually. I, okay. He's, our co- he's one of our co-hosts on the show. Is yeah. he? Yeah. So we're, yeah, we'll no, be here feel, Thursday. Brian like and I are boys. I, and when I didn't have Brian, I was like, dude, just sign the contract and you're in. He's like, I know, dude. I'm sorry with the emails. I'm awful. Here's I one, just, so really just, just told him that story right before he, you yeah. walked he in. He walks down the hall to his home gym that works out and then goes and, and plays golf. Yeah, exactly. I just told him that before the show started. I go, <laughs> give a shit. here's the thing with him is like he just lives in this routine. He well, doesn't. Doesn't really, really go out that interact. much. Yep. Uh, doesn't seek fame or any of that other stuff. No. So, like, no. it's not because he doesn't care. It's just... It's just not his thing. No. You know, I get it. Yeah. A, a friend of mine who's a part of Slap It On is actually... she's uh, She lives with Brian's agent, so mm. they're actually staying at Brian's house this week. So Yeah, he's a yeah, great he's guy. A he's, I love Brian. But he just uh, yeah, doesn't... No, there's, I have nothing nothing. He hates money. I tell him that all the time. I'm like, you hate money, dude. Like, uh, he's got, just do he's all got the enough. And he's, he's got, got enough. Yeah. He doesn't give but a you shit. You could always have more. Yeah. Well, another funny story is is uh, Joe Carter's a friend of mine. So you remember the home run that uh, Joe hit? Yeah. Sure do. Yeah. So we put he definitely a, remembers. He's a Phillies guy. Well, yeah. I, was, I was two. So we put a slap it on on the outside of a plane before we got on. And was we it vid- Mitch Williams? And we videoed it. It was Joe Carter. Oh, so I, awesome. I was like, let's just see if this slap it on makes it to our destination. So we videoed it, got in the plane, traveled 40,000 feet. Got off the plane and Joe Carter was still on the outside of the plane. That's great. So I sent that video to Joe and he's just like, "That dude, that is unbelievable. That's the greatest video I've ever seen." So we uh, we take pride in the fact that who we are can get us into kind of any relationship and and at least have a conversation with just about anybody out there, which uh, makes us unlike any other. So uh, Kobe Jones, the greatest U.S. born mm-hmm. soccer player, is a partner, and Steve Smith uh, won a championship with the Spurs. Is our basketball guy. That's so. awesome. Hell yeah. Uh, he played for the, the Hawks all those years. He did. He was fucking good. Yep, he did. I, we watched him in a – we did an, an event at uh, the three-on-three league in Vegas, 
and it looked like Victory, he could yeah. still drop. Steve's out there a game. doing it. Yeah, he was. He oh, was. Well, I don't know if he's still doing it now, but he was now, two years we ago. We did that. Now. Yeah, we did it like two years ago, and I was like, dude, he could still drop thirty now. Like, I don't know why he stopped playing. Know, a lot of people say he's got the sweetest stroke of all time. Like a, a lot he, of people. It's I, yeah. good. He was just very quiet. Yeah, um, I mean, like just he's from a pure shooter standpoint, him and Clay are the two dudes that usually get brought up. J.R. Smith. Yeah, J.R. Smith. It, what for the first twelve for the first twelve years of his career he was like one of the, he was Denver third, Denver third all Smith. time in, in three point percentage <laughs> right behind cow. Steve Kerr and who was the other one uh, fuck J.R. Smith um, was legit Mark Price I think at was, one point it was Kerr Mark Price and then J.R. Smith for a long Smith's time J.R. playing golf he's got a better game than Vander yeah. Jack right now yeah. <laughs> yeah. well he's playing so do you well, yeah he's playing in college yeah yeah uh, thanks for being here man yeah, no Super problem I had, a, cool I had a great time. I know you, you probably weren't expecting this walking in, but... Uh, Hit me up anytime. I'm we're good. We're huge fans, and uh, you had a great career. Good luck to your kids. Uh, and then tell everybody where they can find your company. Slapitonofficial.com is... Uh, and we actually have something really cool in the works that you're going to be like, oh, my God, why didn't you just break that news on our show? But I'm under an NDA, but we have a, an unbelievable thing coming that you're going to be like, oh, that was cool. That's... Oh, we'll have you back on and talk about it when it's yeah, that'd be great. Is it that'd be great? It's uh, it's not, but it's it's fantastic. Okay, all right, I'm amped. I'm amped. (laughs) We appreciate you being here. No problem, guys. Uh, For Papa Giorgio, D'Anthony, D'Anthony Holloway, Delco, Dan, and uh, Mr. Vander Yacht, because you've (laughs) earned it. You've earned it. Yeah, we'll go with that. Fancy little Frenchman. I'm Ross Patterson. This is the Drinking Bros Sports. I was supposed to say I'm done. Monday morning recap. Good morning, everyone. Go Bears.